Howdy, everybody out there. This is Big Beefin'. This is JP, and I am one-third of that Big Beefin' show. This is Aaron Rollins. What's doing, boy? Now, you may be asking, what is Big Beefin'? Well, the answer is quite simple. Big Beefin' is... That's a good one. That's a good one. <laughs> you stop listening halfway through. I knew you were podcasting. Because <laughs> <laughs> it's his goddamn yard, and he put the property tax on a damn thing. And he said, wait a minute, Rollins. You got to be smarter than a fucking average bear. And I looked at him. I said, that goes both ways, buddy. And he kept talking. I just left. <laughs> average bear. That's a, that's a yogi. Yogi bear, right? Isn't that... It's a Yogi Bear reference, but that's not the fucking point, man. There, the, there, there's dark matter. Is there light matter? Well, that would just be normal matter. Like all uh, all of our normal matter would be the stuff that's not dark matter or dark energy. Uh, um, in quantum in quantum physics, and this is going to be a fucking terrible description of quantum physics. But you know how you know how you have a light switch. You have a light switch. Yeah. So quantum physics is basically if your light switch was on and off at the same time. What the fuck? That's quantum physics. So that's bullshit. If, Aaron, are you okay? Did, didn't you tell that one yesterday? I just told that one yesterday. Like, Aaron, are you okay? That he states that Bigfoot is there in plain sight. You just choose not to see him. <laughs> that's not what I meant, damn it. Fuck you. Never mind. Never fucking mind, John. You don't want to fucking walk your fat ass and don't walk. There you go. See? That is. <laughs> no. Uh, no beat to drop. So let's get right to this. Hello, my name is JP. No need for no MC. I've been keeping it real since 1983. <laughs> just, just enjoy the show. Shane? Shane? Hey, boy. It's time for another episode. Of that big beefing. Mm. Mm, tastes good in your mouth. What, what does big beefing taste like, Shane? Oh, God. Oh. I, 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 well, <laughs> I can tell you what it doesn't taste like to you. It doesn't taste like a, a Canadian bacon and pineapple pizza, apparently, right? No, man. That's not my jam. Take your jam? I could, I could deal with some Canadian bacon, but you put pineapples on there, uh, that just about kills it for me. I, Unless I, I just feel like fruit, you know? I, I didn't know I was a big deep dish pizza fan. I love deep yeah. dish pizza. Yeah, have you? Okay, there's a place in Arlington you got to try. What? What is it? Uh, I'll send you the information. It's a deep dish place. Uh, but get ready though. When you get there, it's a 45 minute wait. Every time? Actually, well, yeah, that's how long it takes them to make the pizza. Shit. <laughs> Actually, your better bet is to order it and then go pick it up. And then eat it the next day. For some reason, if you let that pizza deep dish sit, it just tastes better the next day. I don't know why. It just does. Freeze it? I mean, put it in the fridge or just leave no, it? No, I mean, you can put it in the fridge. Yeah, that's fine. And you just have to heat it up. Interesting. But I, like, the time I had it, like, it was good when I ate it there. You know, but it's super hot because it's just out of the oven. So everything's, like, fucking hotter than hell. I might have when, to, like, do, like, half. Try, half your, try your theory out. Put half yeah, try it out. And half out and half eat half of it. And see yeah, it's better. That's what I mean. That's what we did last time. We ate half in the restaurant. We took it home. I think it's called Germani's or something, but I'll send it to you. We took it home, and then the next day it was like super good. Like I was like, "Oh, this is way better than it was yesterday." I guess because I think it was because it was so hot, I really couldn't enjoy it because it's like, "Damn, it's fucking hot." I mean, it's just been in the oven for forty-five minutes. You know, it needs some time to cool off, and then. 
you cool it off, then you reheat it to the perfect temperature, and then it's good to go. Hmm. And it gives time for that grease to get all settled in there, you know, because they're, you know, got all the stuff in pizza, the sauce, the cheese, the grease, the meat, all that stuff. I'm really going to try that. I like that. That sounds good. I'm going to try that out. Yeah, I'll send you the information that place in Arlington. It's right over there by, it's not far from Daniel's uh, Walmart at all. It's it's real close to the stadium. You, uh, you, ever, you ever tried a Jungle Burger? Yeah. I thought they yeah. went out of business. Oh, did they? Man, I hope not. I, I like that. We used to love that place. I drove by there the other day, and they weren't there anymore. That was that was a few months ago. Oh, okay. Well, shit. Yeah. Jimmy's, Jimmy's Jungle Burger. Well, they used to have they used to have, not, it. We used to be, yeah, it wasn't a huge menu, but what they did have on there was really good. Well, they got good reviews, and they had some buzz, and Daniel somehow made their 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 website page somehow but john i never went in there it was never busy when i went in there like it was always just like a couple of people sitting around maybe somebody'd show up but nobody they didn't have like a steady stream of customers like you can walk into a red robin on a friday night places packed out the ass but you go into jimmy's jungle burger and it's like one or two people in there waiting for a burger mm. it's never crazy Man, it must have been one of those places that, you know, great food, but just a bad location. They just yeah, I mean, the location needed some work. I mean, that, maybe that's what happened. Hopefully, they just moved somewhere where they could get some more business. Because right there in that neighborhood, I mean, you got that big church. You got a school down the road. But there's just nothing else there. I mean, there's a right next door to them was a liquor store. But just, yeah. Yeah, it's a bad location. Uh, yeah. I will. I'm gonna tell you about a. Oh, let's not forget today was Earth Day. I know we're talking about food. Earth Day. Let's not forget about Earth Day. What's the day? Um. So I didn't. I don't really. How long? When do you think they started doing Earth Day? I I don't know. With that's what I want to say. We need someone to to be our like fact checker because I don't. Know. It had to be like a hippies thing, right? Like back in the '60s, like <laughs> Reagan did. Earth, man, love the Earth. Yeah, Reagan did to shut the hippies up. There you go, you bastards. Well, yeah, so Reagan probably made it official because, I don't know, it seemed like when we were kids, like, see, I don't think global warming was the issue when we were kids. Their their concern was we were destroying the ozone layer. Uh-huh. Yes, yes, and it was, yes. That's when what it, everybody was worried about, that we're going to tear this yeah. hole in the ozone layer, yep. and then the sun rays are going to just make it to where we can't even go outside anymore. Yep. And actually what's happened is quite the opposite. So now they're saying it's not that the ozone layer is being depleted, is that we're putting a bunch of extra shit into the atmosphere. We're creating a new layer that uh, is making the planet super hot and it's melting the polar ice caps, which in turn would flood the earth and then we'd all be fucked. And then we'll become a water world. Yeah, apparently so. I don't think it would get that bad. I mean, I don't, I don't, I don't even know if you, if you, if you melted all the ice, there was no ice on left on the planet. I don't know how much it would cover. I don't know if it'd cover all of it. With yeah. same thing with, with near fat checker, to uh, yeah, yeah. I mean, it's you know, interesting to look at. But I, I do my whole thing on the whole climate change debate. Like, I'm not, um, you know, it's not like priority number one for me. Like, because for one thing, I'll probably be dead before it's a serious problem. Like, it's that's just the fact of it. It's not affecting me right now, and it won't affect me probably any time within my life. I probably, I probably won't ever have an issue with it. But I do see the benefit of switching to, like, better technologies. And when I mean better, I mean, like, just newer stuff. I think when it comes to gas engines, 
I think we've pretty much done all we can do. I don't think they're going to get much better. Um, so I think it's time to look at some new technologies to figure out a better way just to get around, you know? Yeah, you should be traveling that. Well, you know, I don't, I don't know if people travel uh, a good distance. Well, yeah, you're right. You know, gas is just gas now. It's tries to be lawnmower, your car, and I don't know. Well, yeah. and I don't know how accurate this is, but I heard that one one flight on a jet, just one flight on a jet is equal eight eight months of driving. Like, that's how much fucking fuel they put out. Man. Wait, what, ha- what happened, Shane? We start running out. What happened? Why we oh, yeah, I mean, you got to go to something else. Like right now, so when, I, when we were kids, they used to tell us, okay, well, you know, fossil fuels run out within the next 200 years. And I think that's still the case. And they're like, when the fossil fuels go out, we got to look at other stuff. And we can do nuclear, we can do wind, we can do solar, and we can do geothermal. And I think out of all those options, the only reliable one is nuclear. But nuclear has like a, fuck, a bunch of fucking negatives that come with it, you know. You're, One of those just, plants goes into meltdown. It's fucking game over. You're, you're just thinking about Chernobyl, all that shit. Yeah. Chernobyl and the way they were lying to those guys. Like, oh, guys, hey, you'll be fine. Go out there and just give it 20 minutes. Go out there, clean it up, come back. With next guy's coming. I mean, I watched a documentary on that. I mean, like, they were just screwing those guys over, you yeah. know, thinking, to say, oh, you're safe. Put this, you know, cotton lead little thing on you. You're fine. You'll be great. And, you know, they all end up dying. But, you know. <laughs> yeah, you get cancer, like, within 10 minutes. I mean, it's fucking bad. And that shit still. Oh, yeah. It's still still can't go. Yeah. that. There's still parts of the plant you can't go into. Like, it'll yeah, kill they, you if you go in there. They, they build a kind of a dome around it. But then the dome yep. started failing, you know, or yep. leaking. Like, like, like you, did, you didn't even do that correctly. So, my, my father-in-law will watch me. He goes. They can't do it right the first time. You know, people are dying out there. You know, like they're lying to them. Like, well, luckily they're not scientists. They're just hired hands, and they think, oh, they said I'm safe because I'm wearing this apron. <laughs> yep, man, it's ridiculous, man. Uh, so that's the downside. But you know, if you get nuclear right, you don't have any problems. It's almost no fuel emissions. The only negative is, you know, it heats up the local water supply, which because that is just cooling the plant. But that's just in that area. Um, it's cheap. You get a, a crap ton of power, but you do get waste. And the waste is some shit that you just can't get rid of. The way they deal with that waste is they dig a fucking tunnel way down into the center of the earth. And they pour a bunch of concrete down in there and then they just stack it up. And they just hope that it's so far down that it would never be a problem. But, I mean, it's there. Like all the nuclear waste we have is in a fucking barrel sitting somewhere down in a mine somewhere. Maybe they think, like, later on they'll find a way to reuse it or something. Maybe. <laughs> but it, so, but then, okay, so then you go to geothermal. Well, I mean, that's you got to find the right spots in the earth to get the energy out. And, you know, sometimes it's not the best. And then you that, got That might go itself sounds dangerous. Hey, let's fuck with the plant some more, the thermal part. Let's do that, you know. <laughs> you know, volcanism, uh, I had this uh, science teacher when I was in, in college. And he thought volcanoes were the reason of all of our problems. He thought volcanoes are why the earth warmed up. Volcanoes are what killed the dinosaurs off. I mean, he believed everything was related to volcanoes. And, you know, I don't, you, you're right. You don't, when you start tapping into that shit, you don't know if you're going to cause something to happen or, you know, one, one big volcano goes off, John, and that's it. That's a wrap. Right, I mean, we're right, gone. Right now, someone's going, yeah, look at Krypton. That's what they yeah. did. They fucked their whole planet up. Yeah, well, and that's that's it's kind of funny when you think about because the Krypton people, and this this story was made back in the 30s, 
But those people were in denial that something was happening to their planet. They're like, oh, fucking Jarrell, man. He's full of shit. Nothing's going to happen. We're fine. God, stop all this bullshit. Uh, you know, they're like, walk outside. Just look at it. It's There's no problem. And then, you know, Zod was like, well, fuck, maybe we need to listen to this guy. And he tried to take over the council, but Jarrell didn't want it to go down that way. He wanted it to be a decision that they reached. And then fucking, you know, shit hit the fan. So now we got to send our only kid off into space on a fucking rocket and hope for the best. <laughs> yeah. yeah, it just it literally went completely sideways for him. Like, well, I want to do this humanely, you know, yeah. science, but, you know, y'all think y'all know everything. And here we are, you know. <laughs> yeah. So, I mean, they were trying to. You know, it's one of the things about Krypton. You think about, you know, they had the technology they had. Why didn't they just, why didn't they just leave? You know, just say, hey, you know, just to be on the safe side. Let's well, just get a few of them out tr- of here. Didn't they say they tried that and there was nothing? They said that nothing was out there. Didn't they just say that there's nothing out there? We tried it. We said we had outposts. Yeah, they 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 were explorers, but they had gotten uh, bored with it. They're like, yeah, there's nothing there for us. You know, what are we gonna do? And. uh then they just decided to focus instead on just becoming more evolved and becoming the perfect species. And then, um, you know, of course everything backfired. Their planet eventually self-destructed and they weren't, they could have, they could have left if they wanted to spend the time and resources to do it, but they weren't interested in doing it. And so fuck it. That's what happened. The planet blows up. And It seems that like people put a negative twist on Zod, but you know, he was doing his main job was, protecting the people and protecting the planet. He was doing his job. Yeah, he went a little sideways on it. You know, he's a little differently, but... <laughs> yeah, he was... I mean, he was over the top in his methods. And the thing is, is what I couldn't understand is when he gets to Earth, he's like, well, it's us or them, so fuck it, we're terraforming the planet. In, in the movie, he's like, we're taking over and we're terraforming. But it's kind of like, well, you know, what couldn't you find just a way to coexist like Superman is? Couldn't you just say, okay, well... We're just going to take over, you know, this part of the world. And these are where Kryptonians are going to live. And, you know, we'll mingle with the humans if we want to. But we'll kind of let you do your own thing. And we're just going to do our thing. And as long as nobody bothers each other, it's all good. I need this whole planet. I got a lot of people to uh, reincarnate. Yeah, I mean, he only had like 20 fucking people. He needs all of it for just 20 Kryptonians. I I need all of this. I need all this planet right here. I got to repopulate right now. (laughs) <laughs> and and they, I don't think he realized, and maybe maybe he didn't. He just didn't give a shit. But with their abilities, they could go terraform another planet in the system easily, and make it easily make gone. it livable. You know, easily gone somewhere else. <laughs> yeah, but they wanted to destroy all humans. Like it doesn't make any sense to me why he was in that mode. I get protect Krypton, save Krypton, do what's best for Krypton. I get that, but I'm also like, well, why can't you use the humans as your allies? Why? Why couldn't you come here and say, hey, uh, you know, you guys seem like you're working on a civilization. We got all this technology. You guys help us. We'll help you. It's a win-win instead of, fuck it, you all got to die and we're going to build our <laughs> civilization on your skeletons. So, let's, let's, look, let's make lemonade, guys. Come on. You, yeah. me, let's make lemonade. <laughs> yeah. I, I mean, I don't see why he couldn't have done that. We could have helped him. I mean, you know, I mean, our resources are limited, but we could have, you know, helped him figure out something, you know, give him a base to re- recoup and figure out how to repopulate their species, but no, he didn't want all that shit, so they all fucking died. Everybody died except for Superman. I don't know. They, they probably get Zod like the desert. All right, you get the Arizona desert or Las Vegas desert. There. This is oh, all. It's like when uh, in Thor, when they uh, he put Asgard in the middle of Oklahoma, like out in the middle of nowhere. 
oh yeah, like just put this right here. And, no and one farmers knows. were like, "What the fuck, man!" Like, <laughs> but but then they got at first they were against it, but then they got kind of used to it because when the women started coming down, they're like, "Oh shit," you know. You who was that that tried to invade Asgard? And it was Thor and uh, Beta Ray Bill that basically uh, squatted uh, Asgard. Oh, it might have been a uh, Doomsday or Loki or something. I think. <laughs> They did something like that, and the, and the being—I can't remember that the the other god or monster where went underneath the Asgard, and Thor let the the, the let the yeah. drop. Remember, I, he, and it crushed them, and here's Thor and Bay Ray Bill like <laughs> power lifting the, the Asgard. <laughs> yeah, I think that was—I think that was when Doctor Doom was trying to take it over, or he wanted the Asgardian Asgardian power source or whatever, and he was working with Loki. And that's when I think that's when Loki turned into a female. Yeah, uh, I, I I believe. Uh, yeah, I think so. I think so. Which actually, I didn't mind Loki as a chick. I I kind of actually preferred it. I didn't care for the the male Loki. Seemed like a fucking idiot. He seems like a jester, like a clown. You know, the female Loki seemed a little bit more sinister to me. We'll find out. Uh, this week. This is this is the week. Oh yeah, it's Thursday. Game. This in Thursday. Game. You got your tickets ready, huh? It's got them. I got them. Uh, don't well, got them, but we got them though. I don't know when I'm going to go see it, so I guess we can't fucking talk I, about it. People are ready. I, I want to watch it early because people are already fucking up. Like, oh, here's a a clip, or here's a some more stuff coming out, or we're getting more news. Like, why? Why are y'all doing all this shit for? You know, but I'm like, you know, don't let out a big uh, detail or something. I was like, oh fuck, I gotta watch it first. Well, I think I think with Avengers Endgame, you can pretty much say it's safe to say that they're going to win and they're going to undo everything that happened in the last movie. That's probably a safe bet. Like, you don't have to know spoilers to know that's probably what's going to happen. I, I know I read it, uh, I don't know where I read it, but I read it, uh, I don't know, it's BuzzFeed or CGN or something like that, but they, they said they talked to the director, the directors and said, what, what Thanos does doesn't matter what happens in the next movie. So they're already making a big old climax for the next movie. <laughs> yep. Well. You know, when you bring in two billion dollars, you got to make another one. You know? Aaron, Aaron, what? I thought I thought I heard uh, your fan. It's not my fan. I'm in my car. <laughs> you driving home from whatever it is you do? You act like you don't know what the fuck I do. What do, what you, do you do? I don't know what you do. <laughs> well, don't worry about it. <laughs> How you feeling? I'm. I'm good, man. What the fuck? Why are y'all asking all these questions? I don't know. You, you just came here. I'm just trying to be polite, damn it. <laughs> <laughs> uh, oh, how, how was y'all's uh, Easter? You have a good Easter? I got sunburned, boy. Face got burnt. All right. A little color on your face. Shane, you get burnt? No, I wear sunscreen. I put it on right before I got out there. All right. You need to put it on the top of your head. I did put it on top of my head. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you bring home a lot of candy? No, I didn't get much candy. Uh, even though Logan gave me his whole basket, he said he didn't want any of it because he saw one ant crawling in the basket. He's like, I don't want this. And I'm like, dude, it's it's one ant. He's like, no, there's ants all in the thing. I, ca- I can't eat them. And I'm like, ants are good in protein. You, you, it's a win-win. You get sugar and you get protein. Uh, no, 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 no. Texas ants typically have a higher concentration of venom than other ants. So, no. Well, you build up your immunity then. Yeah, let me. Yeah, tell me how that works if you get bit by a fucking rattlesnake. Well, you get a little bit of immunity before you die. You know what? Yeah, you're right. You're right about that. Yeah, you're right about that. So, um, 
Yeah, but I, I ended up. I didn't take any of his candy. I just had a little bit that he had there, and I, I'm not real big on candy these days. Um, you should have just took it to work and just put it on your desk. Here you go, guys. Free candy. Anyone come uh, in here? Yeah, but then people are going to be coming into my office. I don't want anybody coming in there. Oh, okay. Well, you should put it at the front desk. You got a front desk, right? Somewhere no, else? I could do that. Yeah, I could give it to my secretary and have them deal with it. But... There you go. See? Tell, pass the candy out, or you eat it. I don't even care what you do. You know? Yeah. <laughs> your job involves working with people, and you don't want anybody to come into your office? I mean, I want them to come in if they have a problem, but I don't want to come in just to bullshit, you know? That is a problem, but they just want to jack around. I would have to say to spell the facade about my brother real fast because everybody seems to think yeah, he's a good people person and he don't like people. <laughs> <laughs> I, That's plainly evident here. <laughs> I, oh, yeah. Well, you know, I don't socialize a lot outside of work because I know a lot of the people at work are like, hey, you want to hang out? I'm like, no. Oh, you want to do this? No. Like, oh, you, what are you doing? I'm busy. Well, no. <laughs> well, my problem is, you know, my problem is that think most of the people at my job are women, and the guys that work there, like nobody's really interested, has the same interests that I do. Like they're not interested in superheroes or comic books or sci-fi or fantasy or any of that business. And whenever oh, they- so I'm sorry, I don't mean to cut you off, Shane, but one of our cousins when we were at the family reunion. He was talking about your your Sam costume. He was like, "Wow, he's he's still wearing that." I wanted to ask him on Facebook how old he was, but I didn't. I thought that, that's his thing, man. Or I told him it's like he's just doing his thing. He gets you know signatures from kids. They want to take pictures with him, and I mean it's it's a crowd favorite. It's just because he's like thirty five doesn't mean you know it's childish for him to dress up as a superhero. People do it all the time. Yeah, there's also, uh, I, I got it here somewhere. I think I told you about it. There's a, there's a group of police officers that dress up as superheroes, and they go and they go yeah. around doing that stuff. I had it here somewhere. I'm looking for it now, but I've got they call well, them. It bugs me that he has, if, if ignorance bugs me. When somebody's being ignorant, especially when it's somebody I'm related to, that bugs the shit out of me. Well, you got to think, man, you know, and, and somewhere like Corsicana, you're just not exposed to a lot of different things. Like the way of life in Corsicana for pretty much everybody is almost the same. I mean, everybody's got a little house. They, they're kind of spread out from each other. You know, they have a job somewhere. It's probably not the most high end of jobs. It's kind of a grind. Um, there's no higher education. I mean, Navarro College is pretty much all you got. And, uh, you know, they just something like that. They're just not going to think is. Uh, What's the point in doing that? Nobody Here it does. is. Hero cops and kids. It's, it's an organization. You know, they they're, they're cops. They dress up as uh, villains and superheroes, and they entertain kids. You know, that's it. Look at that. Yeah. Last time I actually officially cosplayed at an event, one of the guys there gave me his card. They want um, they go to do the hospital thing too, and they said, "Hey, if, you know, if a kid requests a Shazam be there, you know, we could ask you. We could have you suit up." And I'm like, "Yeah, uh, give me a call." And I got their card, so whenever that see, I would do shit like that. I do shit like that in a heartbeat, well, no problem. The only problem with that man is it's gonna be sad when you have it. When you have a kid and you're seeing other kids suffering, it it it's tough. It's tough to watch, you know. And you got to go in having a smile on your face and and try to think positive things, but that's gonna be tough, man. All you gotta do, Shane, is just you know use that twisted ass sense of humor you got. You'll find something to smile about. Well, it depends on what happens, you know. I mean. <laughs> you never know what you're walking into, but uh, 
Yeah. No, I mean, hey, if somebody. It's worth it. Everyone that I've read about, you know, given a testimony about their time going to the hospital in that capacity, they all say it's worth it. That's my, what I've seen. Well, and I don't want to give any illusions. I'm not, I haven't done that yet. I do have a card and I have, you know, I have somebody I can contact to do it, but I haven't actually done it. Um, when I do dress up, though, I do pictures with kids and family members and it's all free. Like one time we went to uh, the Comic Con at UTA in Arlington and I walked in as Batman and like, these kids just ran up to me because they were there trying to have fun. And, you know, there wasn't that many costume people there. And the people that were in costumes weren't necessarily characters that they knew. It was like a lot of adult video games or old school movies. And so here comes Batman fully walking in and they know who he is. And it's the blue Batman. So he's friendly. And, you know, that was kind of a nice little thing. It was a pleasant surprise to get all that, you know, the kids, they got to have a good time. Well, that one, this one little kid said, hey, go find the Riddler and beat him up. And, like, this guy dressed up as the Riddler showed up. And he's like, go fight him. And I'm like, well, I can't punch him. Make <laughs> a throw down over here. Take him in. And I'm like, I'm not doing all that, guys. Come on. He hasn't done anything wrong. He's just hanging out. He's reformed. And they're like, no, 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 no. Batman's supposed to punch him. I was like, all right. Yeah, that's all I know. Well, all I know I'm is violence. I'm the same way, Shane, at work. No one knows I'm a nerd, what I do, or anything like that. There's no JB comes in, does a job, and he goes home. That's all they know. <laughs> well, no, I mean, everybody at my job knows that I'm into it. Like, they know. It's just... Well, yeah, when you wear, you know, superhero shirts and well, got superhero shoes or superhero keychains. Yeah, or... No, they all know. It's just, uh, it's just nobody has the same interest that I do. There's a there's like one person who goes to comic cons there, and that's it. Everybody else is just kind of yeah. They're more into football. Everybody loves football. Got yeah, love football and baseball and soccer. Yeah. No, yeah. I hate soccer. By the way, no, I don't like. Soccer. Uh, I'm not fans of any of them. Really, it's not my thing. Just wrestling. Uh, that's one that I will watch. Wrestling. I will no, watch that. Okay. So I know we're I know we're changing subjects again. People are going to talk about shit, but taking changing subjects again. But you sent me a video. About Vader and Undertaker, and I get where are they at? I guess oh, they were in the Middle East. So, and, uh, so I guess Undertaker played the composed one, and Vader's like, "All right, man, I got to spice this shit up," and you know. <laughs> yeah, so I don't know if Undertaker doesn't do interviews very often, but every now and then he does one, and anytime he does one, he's usually super chill. Like he's very mellow. He's not an over-the-top character. He doesn't get loud or start screaming or any of that bullshit. He's just super quiet. And Well, I like how Vader had uh, jumped in on that. He's like, uh, my astute colleague. And I was like, what the fuck, man? Give me a astute colleague. You know, Vader, had a, uh, Vader had an MBA in business, and he was a college football player. So, you know, he, he... – No, no, he just, that's not the way that you would refer to somebody that you're about to go yeah. fight because that's what he said. I'm going to kick his ass, and I'm going to kick your ass. But what the hell did you call me your new colleague if you're about to go beat him down? Well, I mean, you got to have some respect for the champ, right? I mean, it's it's a, it's a competition respect, but you still got to have some respect. Colleague. I, just, I heard him say that shit. I'm like, come well, on. For the fans out there listening, we're talking about – you can look this up on YouTube or Facebook. There's this clip where uh, this guy in the Middle East is interviewing. I assume it's somewhere – it's probably Saudi Arabia because they have a – the McMahon family has some connections with the Prince and uh, that's probably where it was at. But anyways, Vader was, had a match up against the undertaker. Undertaker was the current champion 
And uh, this guy's interviewing, and he asks Vader, or he asks Undertaker, he's like, what do you say about people that think wrestling's fake? And Undertaker goes through this very PC speech about how what they do requires a lot of, you know, physical risk, and it's not necessarily fake, and it's not a good question. and Physically demanding, yeah. Yeah, and then so Vader is like, well, hold up. Why don't you ask me the same question? And the guy's like, well, I mean, I was going to ask this other question. He's like, no, 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 I want to answer that question. And the guy's like, okay, we'll answer it. And he's like, well, first of all, that's a dumb question. Why would you ask that? And the guy's like, well, it's not my question. He's like, well, I don't care. And then he like just stands up and he says, I'll whip your ass like I'll whip his. And he like they say throws you the table over and grabs him by the shirt. And... That's your fake? Does that look fake? <laughs> yeah. I think, he, I think he said the F word, too. I think he's like, does this fucking look fake to you? And, uh, you know, he got in trouble for that. He, he did some time in jail over there in the Middle East for that. Hopefully, hopefully yeah. yeah. Kind of, uh, kind of, well, I, I don't want to say kind of. They're very foreign to American understanding. And so when he went over there and put his hands on that person like that, th- it's not like you go through a whole trial and a and a lawyer represents you. No, the cops take you. They put you in jail and you sit there. Yeah, that's what happened to him. <laughs> and I remember his uh, his manager at the time was Jim Cornette. And Jim Cornette's got this really high North Carolina or South Carolina voice. And he's like, I'm tired of you being locked up. We got to go get him. And, I mean, it was just – I mean, he was just – pissed off about it but hey you know vader knew what he was doing it was time it was vader time did he say yeah. that he's a big boy though man he's a big bold boy he yeah, vader, vader, <laughs> he, i think vader it is he was billed at like 450 God dang man sounds like butter yeah he's a big boy and uh i remember as a kid just watching vader pick somebody up just slam them into the ground you're like shit you know like god dang man um we got a we have a mutual friend. We talked about him before on the podcast. Uh, his name's uh, David. Well, uh, David had a big brother named Robert. Me and Robert were pretty cool. We we're pretty tight, and uh, we watched wrestling like religiously every Saturday. Me and um, Robert were watching wrestling. Well, one day uh, Robert and David were were playing around, and they got to scrapping. And Robert does the Vader bomb on on David, like he picks him up, and just bam, right onto the floor. Well, they are. Uh, David just started screaming, crying, like because he was in pain. I mean, just bawling, crying. And uh, so Robert's mom banned him from watching wrestling. She's like, "You're not watching wrestling anymore, ever again." No, you got to describe the Vader bomb, though, to people. Oh, so the Vader bomb. There's there's two different types. But one is one is he he gets up to the top rope and then he jumps and his belly just smashes you, like he jumps off the rope and belly flops you. Yeah, there you go. Better Yeah. The other thing that he does is he picks you up and uh, he puts your legs around his shoulders. Then he picks your body up and he throws your back straight into the ground. And that's what uh, that's what Dave that's what Robert did to Dave. Oh, and uh, and so Robert came over to my house the next weekend and you know wrestling comes on. I was like, oh look, it's you know it's, it's Vader. He's back and and Robert's like, I can't watch this man. I was like, oh, your mom's not here, dude. Just sit down and watch the damn show. He's like, but I can't. I'll get in trouble. And I'm like, it's fine, man. Just watch it. Dang. So. There goes Shane. Bad at that age. <laughs> so, man, come on. Got off obviously, to an early start. <laughs> obviously, he went a little overboard with the move. So. Yeah, you know, especially when their arms go flat, you know, you have flat and square your back. I mean, on the, your shoulders, you know, on your head. Yeah. Here's when Roger's older. Do what? I want to remember this conversation in 10 years when Roger's older and y'all ban him from watching a TV show. 
Well, it depends on what what he's doing, you know. I mean, shit, you gotta have some limits, I guess. Did y'all uh, did y'all check out the new uh, Disney Plus that's coming out soon? No, no, no. no. You don't think you'll do it? Not gonna try it out. Uh, Netflix lost two billion dollars when that happened. Well, you know, I'm gonna I'm gonna watch it because I want to watch that Mandalorians and that um, Falcon and uh, Winter Soldier series that got on there. Oh, on, on badass. So, what? Mm. What was that, Aaron? Mm. I was drinking. Not really yeah. common. Uh, yeah, I know. <laughs> I was saying, Mandalorian body armor in that show looks pretty cool. Well, you know who it is? It's the Fets. No, it's not. It's not the Fets. It's Gina Carano playing it. It's not Bubba. Fett. It's not the Bubba Fett. Oh, Crush. Yeah. No, yo, yeah, Gina Carano, yeah. Yeah, that's interesting. Yes, yeah, you don't get. Is it the is it the Fitz? No, it's not Boba Fett. No, that, no, that whole line. No, Mandalorians were like a species of of Jedi hunters before the. Uh, they bounty hunters. They did, they did stuff like that. Yeah, they had they're, armies they're, and stuff like that. No, it's, like a, it's just a coincidence that they all look like Boba Fett. Well, yeah. no. So what happened is, is you had like the top Mandalorian, like the top dog was Jango Fett. He was like the best of the best. He was the pinnacle of human evolution. So the Emperor chooses him for his clone army because he's the perfect prototype. And uh, that's why they all look the same in the Clone Wars and all that. I knew that much. Yeah. What would you do, what would you do with a clone, Shane? If, 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 uh, what would you do with your clone? We'd split up. We'd be like, hey, man, you got the office. This We do it. We do a week at a time. So that way we're not we don't miss out on the stories. So we're like, all right, man, this week, it's your week on. I'm going to take off. I'm going to go do this and that. And then uh, you come back, and we'll swap. And we do it like that. Well, you'd have to split your income, man. That's a problem. That'd be the problem, too, splitting your income. <laughs> yeah. I guess he's going to have to go do his own fucking thing, oh, man. Oh, you know what? You both get a cool job. Like we're gonna... Oh, no, you get a mellow job. You get a mellow job. A comic book shop. Like, you get a mellow job somewhere, you know? Oh, just alternate. Yeah, just get a mellow job, you know. So. Yeah, I mean, I, you know, and then one thing you got to say is, hey, man, if I ever need some organs, uh, come on, bro, help me out. You can just grow yeah, some new ones. You're, you're a clone. Venture Brothers cartoon, right? But so so you tell them that shit, hey, you remember, you're the clone. You're the bitch, you know. Yeah, well, I mean. <laughs> without, you're not, you wouldn't be here without me. <laughs> if Hollywood is in the, any indication of truth, if you see a clone, the first rule, according to Hollywood, is you got to kill that bastard. Like, that's the first thing you got to do. Start fighting. Right off the bat. Yeah, fight it. See if yeah, you have to fight it. Why is that? Why is that? You can see a clone. All right, I guess we're going to fight. Why? I got to beat my clone. <laughs> well, it's the idea, I guess, of being replaced. I, I don't know. I mean, you have What's your life, but then all of a sudden somebody walks in and takes it from you. Uh-huh. You know. So. You guys remember the, the sixth day with Arnold Schwarzenegger? Yeah, the motherfucker took over his life. Yeah. <laughs> well, and, but you know, see, the thing was, that, no, that at the end of that movie, you realize is it wasn't Arnold the clone all along? Yes, that Arnold yeah. was a clone. Yeah. So spoilers. Oh but, yeah. <laughs> like the real Arnold was there. It was the clone who thought that his family had been taken from him. Exactly, and that's why if you ever see your clone, you got to kill that son of a bitch. <laughs> well, look at um. I gotta know. I gotta know what's going on. What about Judge Dredd? Yeah, they're, they're not clones, kind of. They're brothers. Were the clones were they brothers? Or... No, they were clones. It was just they were f- like one of them was fucked up and the other one was. Uh, yeah, it was an imperfect know. science. Yeah, yeah. But, uh, you betrayed. Uh, 
<laughs> yeah, he got yeah, raised I'm with emotion. I just wanted you to be my brother. Like, you, you want to kill everybody? Well, damn it, I have a goal. <laughs> part of it. <laughs> yeah, well, that was one of those things where in that world, you'd think that that guy would have some particular uses, you know? I mean, why couldn't they put him in like a, a wet works type of thing where he's like, you know, so, covert? Yeah, he'd be totally useful, you know? Yeah. It wasn't enough for him. He was an idealist. So he wanted anarchy? Is that the thing? He just wanted the system to, to, to no, self-destruct? He control. He wanted to do it the way that he thought was right. That was the problem. He's well, I mean, Dick Dredd's kind of like that, though, too. He does it his way. He doesn't give a fuck about anything. Yeah, but he still upholds the law. Did y'all know that the comic book Judge Dredd, the way it's printed is day for day? So, like, the storylines take place, you know, like in a day. So he's he's a that TV like, show twenty four. He's like uh, yeah, the comic book's called twenty or two thousand AD, but he um he has so he's aged like from the time he's first appearance until now like he's aged so he's an old man in the comic books now. I uh, I read a uh, Judge Dredd versus Predator. Yeah. Oh, was that any good? Uh, no. <laughs> it, it, it is not a. It is not a great. Re- it's it, the the graphics are great. The art's great. The storyline though goes a little sideways, you know. Shit, yeah. I don't even think I've read a Judge Dredd comic book all the way through. Why not? I've only seen like little bits of issues. Well, because the way they write them, Aaron, is like one little case at a time. So it's kind of like a old school comic book strip. It's not like this big overarching story. It's kind of like uh, they get a call about somebody who's trying to blow the brains out or something, and Judge Dredd goes and deals with it. And that's that's it. It's just like now, if it's not sensational enough, he doesn't like it. Huh? Well, anything in the Judge Dredd universe, anything in the Judge Dredd universe is sensational. I mean, because there's a bunch of crazy shit going on. The way it's just the way the world is set up. It's just crazy. That's not what I meant. I mean, I meant with like the design and the, you know, the progression and and all that stuff. No, I do like the designs and the artwork. Usually, is pretty cool and the the whole. uh, you know, his helmet and all that business. I mean, it looks cool, but I don't know. I think they, uh, I just don't, I just, I haven't read any big overarching stories. And I'm sure, I know there's some that are out there. So I know they had a fight with some aliens at one point or something like that. And uh, so I'm sure there's good stuff out there, but I just haven't really been, that's not one that I read very often. Well, I just, I just like how you show, just shows up being like, hey, I am the law. But that means cut the shit out, <laughs> right? Cut the shit out right now, man. Shit out. <laughs> no, Judge Dredd don't play around, man. Especially though it's Judge Dredd, that makes you just want to sit down Indian style. I'm yeah. Just, yeah. Oh shit! Hold on, play down, play down, man. Judge Dredd, yeah, you stay out of that guy's way, man. If you see him rolling up, just get the fuck out of there. <laughs> don't Jay, don't Jay, like Schneider. Just fucking, you know. See you in jail for jaywalking. Did y'all watch that <laughs> that newer Judge Dredd movie? The the other one with uh, all right. I thought it was Carl all, Urban. You know, it's all based in a in a in a um basically it's based in a building. It all yeah, takes so, place in one building. Yeah, so it, they made it work. It was okay, you know, but eh, like they said, it's in one building. He's just trying well, to pop. You know, in the comic book, like Judge Dredd never removes his helmet. You never see his face. Like the whole forty years he's been in the comic book, he's never once taken his helmet off. 
And the Stallone Judge Dread, like ten minutes into the movie, that helmet comes off. Well, of course, it's Stallone. Stallone's not going to walk around with his helmet on. No, you got Carl Urban did. Carl Urban did. Well, you know, he's not. He's not Stallone though. He got to show the goods off. You know, he's not on that level. You know, what was his name in in Lord of the Rings? What was he? Isidore. I can't remember his name. No, he wasn't. Yeah, Carl Carl Urban wasn't in Lord of the Rings. Yeah, he was the right. He was the Rohan. He was the. He was King Theoden's, uh, like, okay. well, let, me look his, let me look his name up. Uh, I'll check. Uh, I'm on the internet right now. It's Aomir. I think it was Aomir. Yeah, he was. Let's see. Look at his credits. Uh, Lord of the Rings. Let's see. Uh, hang on. Wait a second. Be, it would be in either The Return of the King or The uh, Two Towers. No, no. He was in both of them. Yeah. Damn it. <laughs> We're all talking again. <laughs> yeah, he was in Star Trek also. He was in uh, yeah. all the Star Trek movies. And uh, he's got a new show that's coming out on Amazon. Yeah, Prime. he was E O M E R. Shane was right. A-O-M-E-R. Yeah. I'll, so, anyways. I want to watch that, though, Shane. I'm watching that. Which one? That The, the Boys. Oh, The Boys? So. Yeah. So what I see from the previews, heroes are doing whatever the fuck they want. He's he's there to put him in line, but no one put him in charge of doing that. He's just doing it to do it. I'm thinking now, it looked like it looked like somebody was wanting him to do this, like somebody was paying him or something, right? Yeah, like well, it just seems like you know they're getting out of hand. I'm gonna like it, kind of like a Punisher thing, you know? Yeah, it seems like that, but it seems like it'd be like a twist in the, end of the movie, like oh, you did all the hard work for me, dumbass. Now I can take over, you know? It's just something like that. Possibly. Well, that's the thing. That's the that's one of the big problems when somebody says, "Oh, we need to get rid of superheroes." Well, what happens to the supervillains? You know, in uh in Civil War, what they did was they recruited the supervillains. They're like, "Hey, uh, the heroes are fighting, and uh, you guys are illegal, but we'll let you out of jail if you come join us." And it's like, well, that was that was kind of dumb, you know. <laughs> You know, that's the perfect opportunity for supervillains to take over if the heroes are fighting each other. So imagine they're looking their faces. What <laughs> they're doing? What when when the Punisher went off the rails though, and that one he killed everybody, heroes and villains. He was killing them all. He didn't care if you had powers and you tried to do something, he killed you. If you were a bad guy and you tried to, I mean, you were dead. It, it didn't matter. He was killing he wanted, them all. He wanted to level the playing field. So what makes uh, Punisher a superhero if he doesn't have any powers? He's just good with a gun. He's not really technically a superhero. He's just a comic book hero. But um, there could be an argument that there's some deity that watches over him, some kind of death god or something, that he's their emissary of death. Like that's, I've heard that. The only reason why I say that is because I was reading an issue of Moon Knight, and Moon Knight basically is powered by this Egyptian god, Konushu. And Moon Knight's kind of crazy too, so you can't really tell. Huh? What's the name of the Egyptian god? Konushu. But you can't really tell if Moon Knight is actually powered by that god or he's just insane. Like, you can't really tell. Yeah, because so you think he's just a crazy guy, crazy buff guy. Yeah. <laughs> <His> ass kicked. <laughs> right. He's incredibly buff, yeah. And But with Moon Knight, though, he was talking to this deity or himself, and he was saying, he, he was watching the Punisher in action, and he was saying, well, why don't you just use him? Why can't he be your avatar? And Konushu told him, he said, I can't because he belongs to somebody else. So that's that cool. might be something to it. 
cool little fact. That's kind of cool. And, and he's he's worn the war machine armor before, so that puts him up to superhero uh, status. I know they did a Frankenstein with because his name was Frank. They did a Frankenstein yeah, monster. When, I, I when, think uh, I think they didn't want. They that was really dumb. Huh? Is that true? What? A lot of people said that was really dumb. Is that true? It, it was extremely dumb. It was. I I had it. I think I own like three or four of the issues. I still got them, and then it was just it made no fucking sense how it he got bad. there. He just. Also, well, fucking Frankenstein. He what happened is <laughs> Wolverine's son Dakin killed killed him. Like they got into a fight, and Dakin just took him, you know, just sliced him up, cut him into pieces. And uh, because they brought the Punisher into the Marvel universe, they brought him back into like Civil War. Like for a long time, Punisher wasn't really part of what was going on in the Avengers. But in Civil War, they brought him back because he helped Spider Man. And then, well, okay, so Norman Osborn takes over. And he's in charge of mutant registration. And the Punisher's first thing is to try to kill Norman Osborn because he doesn't care if he's been acquitted or found innocent or any of that bullshit. He knows that he's a murderer. So his first thing is to take him out. Well, you can't have this guy that's constantly trying to kill, you know, your character. So they just killed him off. And it was just, it was so stupid. It was just, it's just... Wasn't he pretending to be Wolverine too? He just carried like a pick to make like yeah. three claws and shit. Yeah, Dakin. Uh, no, no, Dakin actually has claws. No, he has um, two claws. But he yeah, like a pick thing, and he put made a fist around, him and they had three claws. Oh, I didn't know about that. Part. That's like when well, they when they did the uh, the Dark Avengers, and that was when um, uh, oh, who was his name? You had Bullseye pretending to be Hawk, Hawkeye, and you had uh, uh, you had Moonstone was taking over as Miss Marvel. Yeah, um, Venom was the replacement for Spider Man. Yep, and uh, uh, Ares was the replacement for Thor. Yep. So I don't think Harry's lasted that long, though. I think they, they played it off because I think I, wasn't that during when he got ripped in half by a uh, well, century. The cent the century ended up killing Aries. He, he ripped him in half, but um, in half people in, in half. <laughs> yeah, no, they show it in the comic book. You see his intestines and everything spilling out and all that good stuff. Who ripped him in half? The century. He's a Marvel comic book character. Didn't I've heard. He didn't, picked uh, up Ares, the god of war, and ripped him in half. Didn't Ares try to talk shit to him? Like, hey, man, you need to calm the fuck down, and they didn't go so well? Well, uh, so, uh, well, Sentry also was another Marvel character that had serious mental health issues, like hardcore. And I think Sentry, oh, it's been so long since I read the damn thing. It might have uh, Ares was going off the rail because Ares is fueled by war. So with the Civil War, it was making Ares, like, more and more powerful. And with Norman Osborn in charge, it was making him even more powerful because now it's just all this warfare and, and violence and everything. And I guess he was just getting crazy with the power and the sentry just let him know who's boss real quick and tore him in half. <laughs> that was all she wrote. Yeah, pretty gruesome. I, was, I remember that. Like, God damn, man. <laughs> yeah. No, but it was cool. I mean, it's a cool storyline. So uh, why did he go? That was the... um. Century was a villain at that time, right? I guess they had something Century because he was losing his mind. He was losing his mind, and he had so the Century had two parts. He had the Century who was the superhero, but he also had this part of him called the Void, which was a that's what it was. That's what it was. The Void. That's and what the the Void was equally as unstoppable as he was, but the Void was very selective on who he killed or, or why he did it. He's just very picky, so the Century never knew when he was going to show up. But he didn't realize he was just fighting himself. I don't know. He's just a crazy, crazy fucking bastard. Just crazy. What happened to Century now? Dude, is he just gone right now? Uh, somebody, somebody put a stop to him. 
Who was it? Somebody defeated him. I can't remember who. Um, I can't. Re- I can't recall him. Huh? Oh, nothing. Okay, oh, I can't recall this. No, I can't. I remember the boy, the century. Eric's getting his ass torn in half, and it was just in awe, you know. I'm pretty sure when you see a God of War get torn in half, I'm pretty sure you should just hang it up. Well, I won't go home, guys. You know, <laughs> he just he just did to him. <laughs> what kind of chance do I fucking? Yeah, come on. I can shoot really well, but goddamn, he just tore a guy in half. <laughs> they I'm going to go home now. But Oh, yeah, and uh, Osborne was being a... Uh, Iron Patriot, that's what it was. He he wore the armor, trying to be like Iron Man, I guess. But I think in, I think in the end, um, Tony just turned it off. Like, no, those are mine. <laughs> he just turned it. They just took his shit back. <laughs> I think like happened. Like he just died. Like, oh no, that's my shit. Yeah, yeah. I got the commando. Oh, Thor killed him. Thor killed him. And Siege. Remember when he fucking laid down that huge ass fucking lightning fucking bolt? I got. I'll go back and revisit that. You just fucking ass fuck. <laughs> yeah, Thor. Uh, Thor lit him up and fucking when he then he threw his body into the sun. Shit. <laughs> yeah, that was in that was in Siege, the comic book Siege. It was a damn good comic, that, and that was the same issues where where uh, Century ripped uh, Ares in half. And so there I, you go. I remember I liked the Dark Avengers. It was it was a good little run. They 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 worked. Defeating bad guys, they were just Osborne was just doing stuff that benefited him, you know, politically, you know, yeah. here and there. But it's, it's, they had a nice little run though. So before they took back over, the actual. Well, it's like I said, you know, when you get the superheroes fighting each other, what do the supervillains do? Well, that's what they do. That's what Norman Osborne's plan was all along. I know that's when so. Tony's left, and that's when he made a, a pe- pepper pasta rescue armor. Yeah. Yeah, I think she's going to be wearing some armor in this next yeah, movie. Not not a bad little series. She was okay, you know, but it still was, you know, eh, eh, you know. It, They've kind of glossed over the fact that Pepper Potts has powers. Because, like, in Iron Man 3, she had abilities at the end of it, right? Yeah. She got affected by that um, chemical. And they haven't really said anything about that since. No. So, it, it, no. Could, it could come back then, you know. So. The Mandarin. <laughs> Uh, yeah, I hated how they did the Mandarin. That shit sucked. It was a great, like I tell people, it was a great movie up until you find out the Mandarin was nobody and it just, just sunk. And it just I mean, if, if you know anything about Iron Man and you know about the Mandarin and you see that, you're like, what the fuck? Like, no, that's that's not right. They you bombed know? it right there when he goes, ooh, 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 they bombed it. And then it's this slow climb back up and then it made it back up. All that It'd be like if nothing. The way they did the Mandarin is like if Joker was come to find out was like uh, was Jim Gordon, like he just pretending to be Joker on the side. I mean, it, nobody it would be dumb, like you know, nobody would see that shit. Uh, you know, I don't like you see movies like that; they're great, and then hey, I, I give them a plot twist, and that shit was stupid as hell. <laughs> oh, speaking of which, I, I started writing uh, the book, the, the book I was talking about last week. Did you ever book forget? I found um, I found that first uh, prologue that I wrote, and then I wrote another um, five pages on top of that tonight. And I did all the proofreading too, so everything's all proofread and edited and ready for the next chapter. Guaranteed, huh? I bet you still got something wrong in it. Uh, I read it. I read over it twice tonight. It's only five pages long, or no, seven pages long total. I read over it. There's no problems. 
I don't believe that. You want to give? Well, Terrence- I'm telling you, it is. <laughs> you want to give Terrence a little proofread again? Yeah, let me have well, it. I'm, I'm sure he could say something along the lines of, "Oh, well, you got a comma here, or you need a comma there, or something like that." But that's no, that's no, going to no, be the, the misspelling and all that crap's not in there. All the work because the the app that I'm using, I don't have Word on this computer, so it doesn't do an automatic spell check for me. But it tells me if a word is misspelled, but it doesn't correct it. it doesn't have autocorrect. So I'm seeing all the times I'm fucking up words like it's it's really apparent. And um, then I went back and like I said, I read it, I reread it. And I was like, okay, when I'm going slow, so it's only a few pages at a time and didn't have any problems. Yeah, I don't believe well, that. What, did, you have a t- did you have a title yet? I haven't come up with a title, no. Um, haven't came up with chapter titles yet either, so i'm going to slowly but no rush slowly but surely you know yeah well this way i take my time and then when it's done i don't have this huge daunting task of endless editing purpose of this thing that you're writing oh it's a sequel to alistair my other book yeah okay aaron how's your book going we're ready we're ready to go out uh no well i mean it's done and i kicked it back to the editor um it's going to go through production phase and then after production then it'll go on the show do you got a date for the for the fans? You got a date for it? Customers. Uh, it, yeah, I've, I've been saying August. August. Yeah, August of this year. Just, just August. Keep, keep your, keep your eyes open, people. No, I, I really, I really can't say when exactly. No, because I, I don't know. Shane, when do you think you'll be done by year? By next year? Uh, yeah, I if, mean, if you're not rushing, mid next year, you, you're not rushing it. I mean, you think if it's uh, if I'm getting you know four or five pages in a day, <laughs> and I can do like well, she's laughing at the show she's watching. Okay. She's not laughing at me. Um, if I can get four or five pages in a day, and I can do it in a hundred days, I mean that's that's pretty good. Five hundred pages, I mean that would that would be pretty good. I'd be good with that. Hmm. So as long as I just do it every day, you know. So yeah, probably this time next year it should be done. Mm-hmm. Aaron, you got it's four... five years though. It's five years since I wrote the last one. I wrote the last one five years ago. Really? So, that long ago? Yeah. yeah so it's kind of hard that. to remember all the characters' names. Like I was, ha- I was having to pull up the, the last one that I wrote, and I was having to like look through the names real quick. And fucking, it's just been so long. Wow. But, I thought it was like last year. <laughs> no, I wrote that book a long time ago. It's been on the. It's been on Amazon, for about four years now. How much money have you made off of it? I mean, not a lot. I probably in total a steak dinner. Like, that's what you bought. Huh? Made, made steak dinner. That's what you made. Yeah, pretty much. Yeah, like forty bucks, fifty bucks total altogether. Um, which you know, if you think it's only the book is only it only sells for two dollars. It's it's free if you have Amazon. If you have the subscription, you can get it for free. <laughs> um, I, I, I know that. Yeah, but so anybody can can get on as long as you sign up for Amazon service or whatever, you can get it for free. I, I chose, I just didn't want to put a price on it because I knew it's my first book. I shouldn't think that this is going to be a huge hit. Let's just get people to look at it. And mm-hmm. uh, everybody that sat down and actually read it has had good reviews. One criticism I got, and this was, I think I went back and fixed it, was that when, because the story takes part in three stages of this chick's life when she's a kid, when she's a teenager, and when she's an adult. Well, for some reason that's beyond me, I didn't specify that there was a shift in time. So people were thinking she gets out of the school as a little kid 
And now she's off, you know, doing this other shit, like what a teenager would do. And it didn't make any sense. Like, why is this kid doing this? And it's like, oh, well, she wasn't a kid at that point. She was like 17. They're like, well, why didn't you, you didn't say that anywhere? And I go back and I read it. It's like, oh, no, I, I didn't. I didn't specify that she had aged, just like that we were in the future. So, oh, okay. I got you. I got you. I had to go back and redo that. Um, of course. And then, like I said last week, you know, just the grammatical issues. But um, it's the meat of the story is good. It's just, you know, get to the meat of it, the violence. Yeah. The meat of yeah. this book. Yeah. And I'm already starting this book. next one. It's going to be even more violent than that one and more gruesome. So, mm. yeah, yeah, eye gouging fun. I love yeah, so I don't think this is going to be the start of my chapter, but it's going to be it's going to be in the beginning of the chapter. I think I'm going to break the chapter up into three different stories, but one of them is about how the Empress has uh, how she engages in uh, intercourse because uh, she doesn't have the same parts that you know the rest of the species do. So it's kind of gross, but it's interesting. Was it like a, a bug? Like a prey no, mantis? No, no, she's uh, so like she doesn't have any um, she doesn't have organs, so she doesn't have a vagina and she doesn't have tits. But I mean, she has the shape, like she looks like she has boobs, but she really doesn't. And um, so the only sex organ she has is in her mouth, it's on her tongue, and it has to have direct contact. And so it's, it's pretty, pretty graphic, but I go into all the details and stuff. And she's got this elf slave that. She's got these elf warriors that are like her guard and she takes one of them into her chambers and, but her skin is so cold. Whenever you touch it, it burns you. Like it's that kind of cold. Yeah. And so this guy, he's under a spell. He can't resist her, but at the same time she's making him do this. And so it's like fucking extremely painful. And, but he doesn't care. (laughs) Well, he can't because she's got control over him and he's an elf. So he's immortal. So as long as she doesn't do it too much and doesn't kill him, He'll eventually heal, and he can come back another day and do it again. And uh, but it's extremely—he's in pain the whole time, and she's just getting off on it, you know. But she don't care. Fucking, she rules the she rules the country. As far as she knows, she rules the world. So, as far as she knows, yeah. Apparent. So, in the sto- I'm just going to give away a whole bunch of shit here. So, but the way the story goes, the um, <laughs> the main characters uh, learn of this ancient legend that there's a faraway land where dragons are still at. So they make a quest to go find it. And so this, you know, it's medieval times. So they think uh, to kill that bitch, they can't fucking kill her. Like she's, they've tried like the Mard Tau, the general, you know, if you remember at the end of the book, he cuts her in the neck and like almost cuts her head off. And she still comes back from that. Like she puts her head back on her body and is fine. So the only option they have at this point is to, you know, get a dragon and maybe a dragon can kill her. If I cut your head off, you just let that bitch back on. Nah, fuck, I'm out of here. <laughs> well, that's pretty much what they did. That's how the story is. They all get the fuck out of there because they can't. They're like, well, this is pointless. They uh, He cut her head and like cut it in half and she puts it back on. And then uh, the chick goes up to the walls and gets a cannon. And they point the cannon, hit her point blank with the cannon, and that doesn't kill her. So at that point, they're like, well, what the fuck do we do? And so they all just left. You know? Yeah, that does put a little damper on it. Well, this ain't working. Well, that didn't work. Well, that's all I yeah. had. I got nothing else to try. That's that's basically where this where this story picks off is what you just said. What I got nothing else. That's where the story picks off is what the fuck am I supposed to do? Like she's pretty much one. I don't know how I'm supposed to fix this. So, unless you just yeah. like three hundred that sucker and just 
take each body part and just run away with one part for yeah <laughs> one yeah part at a time <laughs> yeah cut cut something off and keep it keep it spread apart from the other part and never let them touch <laughs> I mean that's one way like to the do only it. way that that might happen but you're gonna fucking war. You could burn her to ash. Well, that's why you would get the dragon fire, you know, because I don't think the way I'm going to do the story, I don't think normal fire is going to be able to burn her. It's got to be dragon fire. That's just, that shit's hot. Yeah, it's that's hot. the hot stuff. That's the hot and stuff. it's got to be, it can't be just a normal dragon. It's got to be like a higher dragon, like a, like the sentient dragons, the ones that can think and talk and all that bullshit and shape shift and all that good stuff. Oh, shit, man. You got to put a dragon. <laughs> yeah. I know, I'd be like, oh, fuck. This thing just changed on me. <laughs> yeah, some of those dragons, man, they're a fucking bitch. And some of the stories, like, you, you, you don't want to fuck with them. I don't and then you got idiots like Smaug, who's got one little fucking chink in his armor, and uh, Archer talks to a fucking bird and is able to hit a perfect shot on it, and that's the end of that. That's how good he was, boy. What was his name, Bard? Bard. I, I, I liked him better in that cartoon more than I did in the movie. Yeah, he was a little... Yeah, the uh, the guy that got to play him was good, but that's about as far as that goes. Luke Gallows. Yeah. Did he just have... didn't look... He didn't look convincing to me as... The, the, the way they make humans in that series, they all got long, ratty, wet hair all the time. Like, <laughs> it was exactly believable either. Everybody looks wet the whole time. Yeah, they always look like they're sweating, like nonstop, and it's they're in they're in New Zealand. It's cold up there. I mean, it's not. There's no reason for them to be looking like that. Their hair's always looks like it's like it's got oil in it. You know, what's up with that? I couldn't tell you. It's a thing they do, (laughs) make them look cool. Mm -hmm. I guess. Lord of the Rings. I got those books here. I don't know why I've never sat down and fucking read them. Same thing. You know, Dan was talking shit about me. You know, like. Oh, the Dang, superhero book! Yeah. Big surprise. It's it's a, it's a surprisingly easy read, John. When you do start it, you're gonna blow through it real fast. It's it's super easy to read. But um, I always went to look and see if he made any other books based on that, but I never did. See that guy, uh, Mr. Austin. Everybody. Oh, Grossman, Austin Grossman. Yeah. yeah, I don't think he's got anything else. That was his, and he wrote that while he was in college. That was a one shot deal. I guess he maybe he went on to do other things. Look, look, he's the. For that to be his first book, that was a damn good first book. Like, he's got, I don't know why he's not, he got, um, that book was so good. Like, he was getting artists, like, in the comic book industry to draw his characters and, like, publish them, you know. And he was, I think that he probably got offered a deal, but he, I guess he turned it all down and doing yeah. his own thing. Well, man, that sounds like, that was like a Jackass. Remember, they made four comic books, stop. This is a movie. <laughs> and they didn't make oh. Yeah. Well, that's pretty much what happened anyway. But old jackass boys. I love that guy. Just didn't care. Oh, kick! I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Fucked it up. Kick ass, not jackass. Oh, kick ass! I thought you were talking about the jackass boys. Oh, I was like, I'm I don't sorry. remember them having a comic book. Yeah, I didn't either. I was gonna have to look that one up real fast. <laughs> I'm sorry. I'm oh, okay. Kick ass. Yeah, no, he had two, right? Aren't they coming back for a third one? Um, a third I, comic I read, book. I read the second one. It was okay. And then they gave Hit Girl her own comic book. That one was all right. Yeah. I liked the Kick-Ass movie way better than I did the comic book. Yeah, yeah. That one was funny. That, that made a lot more funnier. Because the comic book, like the way it ends for him, uh, it's kind of depressing. Like, 
The, the, I'm not. I'm not lying, Aaron. The, the last panel is Kickass, the character, sitting on his bed, beating off to this girl that he didn't end up winning. Like, he doesn't get the girl. He just jerks off to her, and that's the end of the comic book. But like, I mean, that's, that's the whole point of it is that it's uh, self depreciating. Yeah, well, in the, but in the movie though, he gets the girl, and they hook up, and it's actually a pretty cool moment. But in the comic book, it's just like it's just misery. You know, he gets his balls electrocuted. He fucking. You know, his mentor gets killed uh, and just one bad thing after another. And then fi- at least he gets a girlfriend out of it. So, well, that's, that's right. like the comic book uh, wanted. The book was great all the way through to the very end in the last oh. panel. You know, yeah, that this, ruined it all. Yeah, this, this is me. You paid for this and this is me effing you in the ass. You're like, God damn, man. Like, well, <laughs> all right. And, and to make it worse, Aaron, they drew the, they drew the main character to look like Eminem. So it's basically Eminem <laughs> telling you, take it up your like, ass. I'm like, what? Like, why did you do that? Part? Did that have to, that have to be in there, right there? You know, did yeah, yeah. It did have to be in there. <laughs> same, same artist, same author too. That was another Mark Miller, Mark Miller uh, thing. I don't know, man. He's just got a thing about people reading comic books. It's like, well, this is your audience, and you're telling them, you know, was, go was fuck themselves. A, wasn't he at a con and he was signing? empty shell bullets and, and passing them out. Oh, I don't know about that. All I remember is, I think it was either you or Daniel told me he was at one convention and some guy showed up with a box full of comic books they wanted him to sign and they're like, oh no, dude, you can only sign two, two, two a piece. And he was like, but I brought all these here. Which How am I supposed to pick just two? And they're like, sorry, it's, it's just two. You can only sign two. He's not signing all those. I, you and, know, I, I remember that guy getting his little cart out of his I have his truck or one bay, what the fuck he drove, and set his little cart up, and all of a sudden, just piling boxes onto it and dragging him inside, and he's just standing in line. I'm like, is he really gonna sign all those? I made him telling them, telling him that, who, oh, oh my god, oh, I'm gonna put some pants on my gun. I'm like, dude, <laughs> on the fuck down. If I'm not mistaken, that was also, I, I could be wrong, but I think that was one of those times they were doing free signings, like all the artists would sign them for free. And there's no way that you're going to get these guys to sit there and sign 600 issues for free and just sit there and sign them all day. Your fucking hand will fall off. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I don't know. Like, uh, like yeah, it's, it's cool when they do do stuff like that, but now they say they need, they need 30, no, 60, 30, 60 bucks. And, you know. Well, that one coming up next weekend, is got, it's got fucking every damn sci-fi action star they, in the fucking world on there. That man, that's a that's a big one. They, they, I don't know how much made this. Yeah, uh, fans expect uh, the fan expo. Yeah, that's coming up next weekend. Not this weekend, but the one after it. You're, you're not gonna be able to move around in the chain. I guarantee you. Yeah, yeah. It's we haven't decided if we're going yet because the guy I was gonna I was gonna meet the Shazam actor, but he's wanting a hundred dollars for a photo. All right, fuck that, man. I'm not paying hundred dollars to take a photo with your ass. And then, you know, I don't care if I like. I watched your movie three times. That should be good enough. Show, show them the uh, show them the pay stubs. Hey man, here, come on, yeah, enough for you. you know, <laughs> and, and I took my nephews to go watch it too, so I could show them that pay stub as well. I'm like, look, I paid for this already, damn it. No, nah, he wants a hundred bucks in his hand. All the money that you paid went to the entire cast and crew. Yeah, well, that's why he's there, and some there's people that are going to do it too. Yep, should be interesting, oh. but I think it's going to be fucking crowded though. Shane. I think he's going to be miserable. It's going to be crowd overcrowded in there. And- <laughs> Oh, it's gonna be packed up the ass, man. So I, I don't know. So I'm like, I don't know. Out the fucking ass. I don't know. Mm-hmm. About, but 
Anyway, Shane, we have restart yeah. limit for today. Yeah, I was glad we got this nice uh, Earth Day topic uh, handled. Oh, fuck, job. fuck. We're talking about Earth. Fuck it. I totally forgot. <laughs> <laughs> well, we totally knocked it out of the park. That didn't happen. <laughs> so, what's that plan? Okay, so wait, wait. Quick, quick question. So, do the flat earthers believe it's still called a planet or just a flat Earth? Yeah, I think they have to call it a world, right? I don't think they can call it a, the a planet. Yeah, like what? what nah, I don't really give a fuck. Maybe that's your friend. That like, what do they call it? Not planet. He's not around. So, what do you call it? Flat Earth. Okay. I'm trying to get him to come back on the show, but uh, he's not responding. So, hopefully, he's okay over there in India. Ugh. Yeah, he's fine. He's just he just doesn't want to get insulted. He probably didn't think that you guys respected him all that much on the first time. No, no, I was thought that was just extremely <laughs> respectful. I thought I was very respectful. Yeah. I, I was. Oh, no. I was listening to the guy and I agreed with him on some things that he was talking about like not his theories but I was saying oh that's interesting that's a good point interesting but well hopefully anyways Aaron take us out yeah this is Aaron Rollins from Southeast Third Street uh oh god damn it that's wrong this is Aaron Rollins from the channel Southeast Third I'll be broadcasting in the days ahead of the uh Central Texas Art Collective events going on here in Waco Texas I'll also be featuring a couple of poets and some musicians here at the uh, Waco, uh, Texas Poets Society. So keep an eye out on my channel for those updates. How, how many of those have you put up so far? Damn it. <laughs> uh, none, none of them. Yeah, none okay. of them. Well, at the end of every episode, Aaron's going to tell you that he's going to do this shit that he don't ever fucking do. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, I'll get to it, man. I knew, I knew you were going to do that, too. I mean, you do that. <laughs> yeah. uh, I'll get to it. We got something coming up. <laughs> we got something coming up in a couple of weeks. Uh, it's going to be a Saturday morning. Um, it'll be around 3 o'clock in the morning. I'll be getting up to go out there. So I'll be out there from 3 a.m. to 7 a.m. Uh, doing some uh, sidewalk chalk art. And uh, oh, yeah. it's going to be a bunch of artists, and they're all going to be doing uh, chalk chalk art on the sidewalk uh, down by the Magnolia silos here in Waco. And um, then they're right after that, they're doing a marathon run. So all those runners are going to be running past our stuff. And then um, they'll also have like fans out there to support them during their run. So there's going to be a very large crowd that actually sees what we're doing. Okay. We'll take a picture, man. Yeah, we'll see your good. artwork. Yeah. We said that we would do that. I, I said that already. We'll all right. You know, make sure you do it. God damn it! Yeah, I'm gonna do it. <laughs> I'm, I'm glad you redid. I'm glad you redid it though, because that first one was just sounded sad. Yeah, is Aaron Rollins like, oh man, that's so fucking sad. Well, I forgot. I forgot the way the way that I'm supposed to say it. I forgot. <laughs> yeah. And uh, John, your show, your podcast. It's always gonna be uh, JP's what, and you can catch me in the mornings uh, talking about I don't know what. The weather usually, right? Man, I, 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 I gotta get out of that shade. Try to make the weather sound more romantic every day. Oh, it's crazy. No, it's fine, man. It's actually it's 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 good for people to listen because it gives them an idea of the same. Because like I'm, a, I'm not people. There's some people thought like uh, I was talking to Cliff, who was on the podcast the other day, and he's like, "Oh, I thought you guys had like a studio or you had like you know you had you had a, a rig set up." I'm like, "No, nah, man." I'm talking on the phone in my bedroom, about to go to sleep as soon as the phone's off. So it's not that sophisticated of a setup. So when you get on there and you tell everybody oh, I'm driving to work and these are the conditions I'm driving in, 
Uh, it's, it's not bad. So I told Dale it's going to be two a day in the summertime, and the second one's going to be driving home going, it's hot. It's fucking yeah. hot, guys. I'm fucking <laughs> melted. It's this temp. It's one-on-one outside. I'm in my car. My AC's full blast, and I'm fucking hot. You know? Oh, yeah. No, summer's going to be brutal, man. No doubt about it. So that, that'll be my peak time is the morning and the drive home. <laughs> yep. Yep. <laughs> Well, uh, everybody, thanks for tuning in to Big Beefin'. You can follow us on Twitter at BBeefin', and we got a Facebook group, Big Beefin', and we'll see everybody tomorrow. All right. Good night, sir. Good night.